Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Strip by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the fancy naked people in between. I am your host, Steph Sia, aka Kimchi on stage. I am a stripper, I'm also a digital content creator, you can find me at OnlyFans, and I used to be a former sugar baby many, many, many years ago, and I have been doing this podcast for the past couple years to talk about sex work in all its different forms. Basically, I interview different people every single week, whether they are clients, whether they are camgirls, sugar babies, porn stars, any kind of kink or fetish, pretty much anything under the sun. I have done over 100 episodes already on various topics. If you have a request, please let me know. I'd be, I'd be excited to hear about it and do some research as what I did with this week's topic, which is all about live streaming especially being on the platform Twitch. So I am so excited to actually bring a friend of mine onto the show. It's been a long time since I brought on like some personal friends. It's mainly a lot of people I've been creeping and then I'm like, hey, come on the show and then let's be friends after. But I'm actually friends with this person in real life. <laughs> she, <laughs> she goes by the name of Chloe and she is a live streamer. She is a Twitch affiliate and I am so so excited because I don't know too too much about the Twitch world or the live streaming world. I am pretty like worlds apart from it so I'm really excited to learn about this really really cool way of making money. So Chloe are you there? Yes hi. Hi. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much for coming to chat with me today. It's going to be a fun little hour just you and I, and I am excited to learn about the wild world of live streaming because basically I have just seen your journey grow, like literally in the past year, year and a half. Cause like, I mean, we were all like scrambling last year. Like, you know, we lost all of our vanilla jobs and all the stuff happened. We're like, what are we going to do? And we were chatting and I was like, don't you like Twitch on uh, don't you like live stream on Twitch? And you're like, yeah, I'm doing this and it's cool. And you were just super cash about it. I'm like, I think it's going to blow up. Like, I think it's, you're going to go somewhere. And then now look, you have over 60 like K followers. There's like so many live streams. I can't even like keep up with everything that it is that you do. So I am just describing what I think I know what you do, but can you tell the audience in your own words and on your own terms, uh, who you are and what is it you? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, thanks off. Thank you so much for having me here, and hello, everyone. Um, my name is Chloe, but everyone calls me Coco online. I'm pretty flexible with both names. I react to both. Quite a bit on what I do. I do have a day job. I also do stream. I only stream part-time, but oh. everybody thinks I stream full-time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's only because I think um, I have quite a bit of success on the platform, so it mm-hmm. appears like I'm always streaming and always full-time. But I'm actually not. I'm actually known among my streamer friends to stream the least. Really? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it, it, it seems crazy. So I'm kind of known to like not stream that much. And uh, I also like you know we we both pole dance together. Yes. Um. Yeah, I do a multitude of things. Like I'm currently working finance. I, I do all kinds of fun things. Yeah. Name name the list. Go down the list. <laughs> introduction of twitch um i've actually been streaming since november so not even a year what oh my god crazy yeah no way i thought it was longer for some reason oh my god time flies time flies no not even a year it's also because like i think the amount of success i have is equivalent to a lot of people that have worked a lot longer Mm -hmm. so sometimes people get quite confused um even with instagram or etc but i would say i'm a very um like everything I do, there's always a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. So everything I do, everything I launch, I always think carefully. So that's why, and you know, I think carefully because we spoke about other aspects, like mm-hmm. fans, a lot too. Yeah. So I'm someone that like thinks very, very carefully on what I do, and everything is very planned. Yes. So including like my growth on online platform, mm-hmm. we actually there's trajectories like I traject I analyze a lot of data mm-hmm. and I plan and know roughly what direction it goes or how much it can grow and I make these estimates and analyze my own data. 
Totally. Yeah. And that's so important too. Like with any kind when it with any kind of platform, really, it's good to have projections. It's good to know where you can go, you know, have a goal to work towards and mm-hmm. kind of see where that trend is going. So, I mean, I'm so, so, so excited about all your success. I'm so happy for you. But basically Thank like, you. how did you get started? How does one get started? Cause like, I, I only know two other people that strip uh, that, um, stream, but they like definitely like they're they're super hardcore gamers. One of them is like a really really good friend of mine. She ended up quitting her full time job here in Vancouver and moving yeah. down to LA to stream full time. And then she started working for a video game company. But like, how does one get started? So I would assume that you have to play video games. Obviously, you have to be a gamer. Or tell us otherwise. <laughs> I feel like. Being or needing to game is just a misconception. I don't mm. think you need to game, but I think a platform is still gaming mainly. Mm-hmm. So you still you should still want to game, even though you don't have to do mainly game. And it can be any games. Mm-hmm. Like even play Tetris, and someone will watch. But mm-hmm. like, um, I would say I knew about Twitch a year before I started. But I'm such a like careful person. I always observe. I mm-hmm. look at the trends. I look at what works for other girls and how people are successful or what people want to watch. So I observe all of that and I plan. And you realize streaming is really easy to do. Mm-hmm. It's just really hard to grip an audience. Yes. So I actually spent a lot of time growing my social media before I grew my Twitch. That's why mm-hmm. my Twitch was successful because I had an audience ready and waiting, demanding for to see more of me essentially Mm -hmm. yeah and it's so true because like (laughs) i don't want to say like fans are like rabbits but like they they will follow you wherever you go they your fans will support you right and (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) you're definitely a testament to that like my fans are i'm i'm gonna say i'm so grateful and like they're so dedicated to me and that's something that like i have a lot of streamer friends now Mm -hmm. and we have like our own circles and we talk and we discuss like and, and help each other and mm-hmm. even like my like you know everyone kind of is known for something right and yeah. in my group of friends I'm known to be the one that streams the less but have the most dedicated fans um, wow yeah out of all of them and like you know in terms of earning is quite well too yeah. um, and, there, and everything is very careful and planned and that's how it is I feel like for a lot of people that are like a lot of your view, listener viewers or considering about Twitch I do encourage them to start it's very easy to start, but I think the most important thing is you have to ask yourself what is the reasoning on why you're starting? Like, are you doing it because you're going to game or you want to have fun anyways? Then mm-hmm. I think you should just do it for that. But if you want something out of it like I did, then you're going to have to plan your, your business strategy, your marketing strategy. Like, you yes. have to gain your audience first before you start something like this. Yeah, because it's really, really, really hard to... Because a lot of people, like, whether it's... Whether it's Twitch, whether it's OnlyFans, whether it's Instagram, whether it's YouTube, like it's uh-huh. always the hardest part. And I get so many questions about people are like, how do you build your audience? What are some good marketing strategies? How do you grow a following? And that's like the hardest part, especially when you're starting out on a new platform. You know, like it's it's uh-huh. really tricky. So I think that your strategy and the way that you modeled your business, I thought that was really, really smart and a really, really wise way to do it because a lot of people will just, you know, I know a lot of people, especially a lot of sex workers that try to uh, do Twitch actually um, uh-huh. during the pandemic. Like, yes, we were all trying uh-huh. something new, whether it's camming or a lot, a lot of people jumping on OnlyFans or whatever. But people, um, I knew a few girls that wanted to try to check out Twitch and see if there's any way to monetize there, but then they weren't getting any viewership. So um, tell us about like when you first started Twitch, like how was that? Because I I know your story is going to be different because you already had a bit of a following, but how were those first few streams? Was it awkward? What did you do? If you could even remember, tell us about that. Take, (laughs) Take us down memory lane. Yeah. Yeah, no, I remember. Um, so I think a lot of it is branding. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I want to start something you can't get started. It's because you everything you do is, like, I'm such a calculated person that your branding is so important. 
and yes. a lot of people maybe they're like um they're they're on a like maybe they're camming or they're only doing something or you know, whether it's sex worker or not sex worker related mm-hmm. um it, it doesn't matter even in your professional career your mm-hmm. branding is so important they when when they try to branch out to something else they're not having success because you have to have your branding established every single every single day not knowing if tomorrow you're going to do something different mm-hmm. it's part of it's all part of the branding and for me um I knew I wanted to do Twitch. I knew I wanted to do either Twitch or YouTube because I analyzed. I actually grew my Instagram first. So when I started Twitch, I had like a 20K follower already on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, And I grew my Instagram because I would observe. I look at girls with a lot of followings. What are they posting? Like what are girls at 5K posting? What are girls at 10K posting? Why are they growing? And at 10K, you realize your, your approach changes, your feet changes. Okay, so from 10 to 20K, what are the girls posting at 20K that's different from the girls at 10K? Right. Yeah. Right. And when you hit twenty k, like you're like, what are the girls at thirty k posting that's different? And then you always have to change that. And I think yeah. a lot of people don't realize that. And and when you do things like that, it's also like, what value do you have to bring to the table? I always, mm-hmm. uh, I actually do coach girls too. Oh, I okay. Coach, Good. I coach people. Good to know. It sounds like it. Cause I was like, you sound like you have a formula here. And honestly, like you, you'll you'll probably you'll probably get some people from my audience uh, that are like, hey. <laughs> sign me up <laughs> yeah. so I'm sure you're gonna get some dms <laughs> yeah no it's, it's fine the thing is if you dm me please mention they're from you because i do yes. not see my dms it's just so crazy i was but gonna say <laughs> if you dm me on instagram they say it's from you i will when i do see that i will open it but either way it's like um yeah i would say i do coach people and um, a lot of things that like as harsh as it is and i'm a very direct coach like i don't want to sugarcoat things mm-hmm. i'm not going to just take your money because so what it is, it's like, what do you have to offer? Yeah. And that's not something I can tell you. Because sometimes I see potential in people, sometimes I don't. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that to them. Not because I want to just take the money, but because it's not up to me to tell you your value. Mm-hmm. I've spent all my life dating men trying to tell me what my value is or isn't. It's not anyone to define to me my value. And when, it's your, when you are clear about your value, what your niche is, what you have to offer, and you perpetuate that, that is when people come to you because you know your value and nobody can tell you this otherwise. That's so, so true. You said something there that was really important, which is finding your niche. And I've, I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but mm-hmm. it is really important that you set yourself apart from 20 other others like Twitch streamers or you know other OnlyFans girls or whatever, right? Like it's really, really hard to offer something for everyone and that seems like you know maybe that's the route that you might want to take but then like you're, you're kind of spreading yourself too thin and like people are like what what are you going to be known for basically it's a question you want to ask yourself yeah you can be known for many things like even mm-hmm. for me my viewers always get really like confused because like i'm known for so many things yeah like, I'm known for so many things. Like, I'm known to be, like, a, a dancer. I'm known to, like, for my professional career. Mm-hmm. I'm known for, like, my streaming. Um, gaming, I can game, but I'm not known for gaming. <laughs> but I'm known, like, I'm known as an Instagram influencer. Yeah. Um, and there's there's thousands of hot girls online. The thing is, yes. you need to define your branding, and you need to believe in your brand. It's like what I tell people. McDonald's sells burgers. There's thousands of stores that sells burger why is mcdonald's successful because they keep selling burger they believe in it they don't stop mm-hmm. yeah totally good good advice for sure like and we'll definitely get more into branding in a little bit as well but going back to the twitch platform like yeah how how does it differ from other streaming platforms like say youtube because I, I think a lot of people including myself were in between do i want to do I, do I want to be on YouTube or do I want to be on Twitch? That's a great question. I don't have exactly a hundred percent answer to which one because I was debating the two. Yeah, but I started with Twitch because I found I found it easier to mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. But I will be moving into YouTube. Very oh soon. yay! This is exciting. Everyone, stay yeah. tuned. <laughs> of course. That's awesome. That's so cool. Like. What in what ways did you find it to be easier? Was it easier to set up or like just user friendly or like less things to do or in what aspect? Maybe everything. And besides, like YouTube is great, but 
Twitch is currently the like I think I believe they're the number one streaming platform in North America. Yes. Yes, I also so, read the same. Yeah. Thing. Because of that, like you're looking for exposure, right? So mm-hmm. YouTube is great. You can do both, but like it's it's a personal choice, I guess. I picked Twitch because for me, like the reason why I'm moving to YouTube is because I grew my Instagram and then I moved to Twitch and now I'm gonna move to YouTube. I do things calculated one at a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people That's make smart. the mistake of starting five things thinking it will work. Yeah. But it doesn't. And that's the thing. So for me, I built the demand for Twitch before. I'm always building demand for something. Mm-hmm. So prior to starting Twitch, I had people demand for me to live stream. Like I actually generate the demand. That's why I chose Twitch because they were wanting Twitch. I, I listen to my people too. And yeah. that's why they're also loyal to me. It's a give or take relationship. And um, when, sorry, going back to Twitch, like how I first started, yeah, it, it was not that, like it was, like my first few streams were kind of scuffed too because I know a lot of people were, are kind of like, oh, I need to buy the best camera. I need to get this set up. Yeah. Get that. But I just started. Like, it's really easy. For me, why I had a demand was because I was an Instagram influencer. And mm-hmm. Instagram has a live option. Yes. Yes, it does. Yes. So I did Instagram live once in a while, completely random, just to test the waters, see how people were responding, mm-hmm. see if there was a demand, and, then, and, and also tease them with the demand. And that was part of the marketing. Like, everything I do is colored. It was part of the marketing and branding. And there was enough uh, demand. I let the people keep demanding. And then I moved to Twitch. I like that. I like that. He's like, okay, I'll just give you a little tease for now. And then we'll, like, test yeah. the water to see how it goes. And then people are like, give me more, give me more. <laughs> yeah. And nice. shooting for me wasn't awkward, actually, because I'm very comfortable and used to talking in general. And when I do live stream, I was just, like very natural and attentive already i'm just mm-hmm. the kind of person i am i feel like everyone's born with talent unfortunately i'm not talented uh, and smart enough in math or like certain things but <laughs> this was my talent and i knew it i identified my talent i knew my niche i knew my value so i just pushed it and then when i first started streaming was a, the only awkward part was because um i was it was during a pandemic and i was actually kind of upset because i broke up my ex-boyfriend oh um, yeah yeah that's right but like and i had a lot of free time so i did it but it wasn't, it wasn't difficult. You start, maybe not a lot of people would come support you, mm-hmm. but surprising for me, it was quite a bit because I already had an existing fan base. Yeah. So I would say I grow, I grew quite quickly. And that's why it's so important for me to tell people not to start multiple things because when people go to your Twitch, they want to click and look into your stuff. Yeah. They click on your Instagram, they see it. That, yeah. Like, you know, an Instagram influencer is streaming on Twitch. Mm-hmm. That's a branding. Totally. That goes right back into the whole branding um, conversation earlier, for sure. So important. Mm-hmm. Super, super important. I know you mentioned, like, oh, like, when people are hesitant to start something, and it can be with anything, but, like, I guess in terms of, like, just being live, like, in terms of live streaming, people are hesitant because, like, hey, I don't have the best camera, and hey, I don't have, you know, a good mic or whatnot or good lighting, what what do you need to set up if if you know we were wanting to start a Twitch account? Just buy a cheap webcam. That's all you need. There we go. <laughs> so you don't you I don't need anything fancy. No you don't need mic. any kind of no mic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like it was a shitty like a headset. Oh yeah, yeah. A sh- shitty headset. <laughs> so you could literally start with very very minimal equipment is what you're saying yeah i feel like a lot of people stress too much. like i've seen girls go like asking me and asking me like i think the one thing i don't like and this is kind of off topic but i want to mm-hmm. share is yeah i feel like a lot of people come into my life and they try to take from me including girl like a lot of girls try and take from me like my knowledge my mm. expertise yes and it's annoying because it's like i would love to treat you like a friend and if we're friends i would general general like be very generous and share this information with you as a friend mm-hmm. and not ask for monetary value. But when you approach me and you're not wanting to be my friend and you're pretend and you're just trying to take, I can feel it. I might Ooh, not say, yes. but I can tell. And yes. I've had lots of girls try and take from me and I do share advice because I'm just generally like, I'm not very 
like petty petty when it comes to relationships mm-hmm. so i do share some advice like right now whatever i'm telling you like these things could like i can charge for for coaching mm-hmm. but i'm happy to share right and when i share with them and they're like oh i'm gonna get the best camera i'm gonna get all this and i tell them they don't need to but they do it they do all these things and i watch them and they stream i stream about i used to only stream four hours a week and now stream six but they mm-hmm. stream like 30 hours a week what <laughs> holy crap uh, and then they're like not even growing and i'm like with like the best equipment and i'm like what do you have to offer your camera's mm-hmm. not going to make you offer anything more that's so true oh my gosh oh my gosh you really really hit it on the nail there on the head there because like a lot of people think or equate that great equipment or the best equipment on the market is going to equal numbers and it doesn't. It's, it's not. No, it doesn't. Not. You need to have a personality. <laughs> Sometimes people just don't have a personality. And, like, honestly, mm-hmm. you, you can't just rely on being hot either. No, absolutely not. Right? I don't think I'm hot. <laughs> like, like. You're hot. This sounds weird, <laughs> but thank you. But, like, I've seen pretty girls fail. And I've seen girls that are, like, I wouldn't say they're not pretty. They're also pretty. But more mm-hmm. average looking girls do extremely successful. Yeah. I, honestly define myself as not a hot girl like i have seen hot girls i know how hot girls look but i would say that i know how to brand myself and i know my niche and my niche is cute looking girls yes so like i know that like i know how hot girls look but <laughs> i wouldn't go that route like i'm not gonna like i don't have small tits i don't have a boob job i'm not gonna try and like pretend that i have big tits like you know yeah small tits are great like i'm just gonna <laughs> go with it like um <laughs> sex work not sex work entertainment anything i feel like a lot of girls undervalue themselves mm-hmm. yeah like i say a lot like what do you have to offer but when i say that it's not just looks I mean, looks can be part of the question but mm-hmm. you're you're it, like a lot of girls undervalue on what's great about them and they keep yeah. trying to offer things that other people are currently offering yeah trying to compete with what they cannot compete with Yes. Oh my gosh. Words of wisdom here. Totally. And I I totally understand everything that you're saying. And I see it a lot too. But yeah, like people mm-hmm. like going back to what you said, uh, what it is that you have to offer, you know, like, again, you need to sell your personality. And it's not really about selling, but like you need to let your personality shine. People are yeah, wanting to follow yeah. you for that. They want to follow you. <laughs> Did you want like, to, sorry, do you want to elaborate yeah. on that? Yeah, um, I think this is kind of weird, but this is just us talking because we are, we are friends and mm-hmm. we know mutual people. I'm not going to say who, but there's like girls that I know with you in person that you may or may not be close to them that I know that really care about how they look on Instagram yes. and every single photo they spend like, they take like 50 shots for that one photo and etc. And I'm like, yes. Like, <laughs> No offense, but like in my head, I'm like, bitch. Like, if you look good in your photo, you look good in your photo. If you don't look good in one photo, people are gonna look at your feed and see 20 great photos of you. That one yeah. good photo isn't going to ruin your image. Yeah. If you don't look, if you take 50 photos and you don't look good in 49 of them, chances are you probably just don't look that good. Like, just let it go <laughs> and then embrace that, right? Like, it sounds. So I talk really mean, and this might irk your viewers too, but I'm a very straightforward person, and I I spit facts. Like, I don't, like, everyone in your life is going to coddle to you and tell you you're amazing or special, but, like... You're just telling it like it is, <laughs> which is great, which is fine. Honesty is the best policy, right? So, we were talking about, like, Twitch isn't just for gamers, right? So, I know when I was yeah. looking at between Twitch and YouTube last year, when I, and I went with YouTube, but um, there's also, like, a Twitch lifestyle area as well. Would you fall into that card category or would you fall into the gaming category? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm definitely lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. I was really glad you bought that. I'm sorry I didn't really address it. No, that's so okay. So the thing on Twitch is, yeah, like, it used to be like, it, it, it is still gaming is a big part. It's still the number one stream uh, category. The thing is, it's not just gaming. I have a girlfriend that only does cooking. That's all she does. She just does cooking shows. Mm-hmm. And lately I've been doing pole fitness yeah. um, streams. Like there's, you can stream whatever you want you can stream art you can stream yourself eating yeah you can stream 
anything that you want. People, oh my god, there's a new category that's big. That I kind of think it's hilarious. What is it's it? Working. Working? Really? People stream themselves working, and so interesting. A shit ton of people go in and watch them work. Like they're just on their laptop, just typing away, or just like and like what? Yeah, they're streaming on their computer and um they're working and they'll play music and then they might have a timer so when a timer's up they will take a break and talk to whoever's in there and then oh. and then after that they'll work they'll go back working i guess this pandemic's kind of like lonely so yeah. a lot of people are working at home and they don't want to work alone there's no co-workers so they go into these streams that's really interesting like i feel like that has such mm-hmm. a voyeuristic approach to it and i feel like i feel like in general with how media is moving so in terms of like uh for example instagram you know how it started Mm -hmm. off with just pictures right and then it moved over to video and then now Mm -hmm. it's moved over to stories and then now it's also moved over to incorporate like live streaming i feel like or do you feel like I'll, i'll throw the question to you like do you feel that people like being watched or there is a certain there's a certain something about knowing that you're being watched what do you think about this that this sounds weird <laughs> but i feel like people are more and more divorced <laughs> like you know like totally. everyone just streams their life now and it's kind of like i don't know i kind of enjoy it too in a yeah because i feel like the main character like somebody's watching me and not gone <laughs> anymore like, like it's it's kind of cool i guess um yeah, I, I think with a trend, like, I feel like you just, in general, you can just stream anything and be successful. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, you just, like, have to, like, perpetuate that, that value of yours. But it, it's just pretty low value. Like, yeah. sorry, low, uh, low maintenance. And you can start however you like. And, but if you want more, like, if you want to become well-known or have success, I mean, the success is something you define. But if you want to be known or be affiliated or partner, then, yeah, you have to dedicate a little bit more time. But mm, you can do okay. that as you go and as your comfort level grows too. For sure, and we'll we'll be we'll be talking about um, affiliate uh, later as well mm-hmm. uh, in the show. But um, going back to that, I mean, on the same topic with voyeurism, like mm-hmm. when people think voyeurism, I think before it came with like a creepy kind of connotation like the guy in the corner that's like kind of watching you kind of image but then as you said earlier too like i just feel like the trend is you know this is kind of normal and people yeah. like watching other people and people like being on display where do you where do you sit in all this <laughs> um like what do you mean by where do i sit? like how do i feel that people are watching yeah do you ever feel like awkward do you ever feel uncomfortable are there other days that you don't feel like streaming or if you feel obligated that you have to stream oh 100 so yeah tell um, us <laughs> i don't feel awkward because i'm just very comfortable with the camera mm-hmm. it's just um there are times where i don't want to stream like, like yesterday i was really tired but i still stream because um for me it's different i'm i okay so when you first start streaming mm-hmm it's not that hard to get Twitch affiliate. So I got Twitch affiliate, which is not too okay. hard. Like it, it can take people months, but I, I got it in a week. It's, it, in general, it's oh, not wow. that hard for people that have some kind of friends or like, even if you have friends, they can help you get affiliate. Wait, hang so on, hang on. What, what, yes. what does Twitch affiliate mean for users and for the audience that does not know what the hell Twitch is? Like, what does affiliate mean? Yes, that's a great question. So with Twitch you can earn money by having PayPal set up so people donate money to you. Mm, okay, gotcha. There we go. Yeah, another way to make money is through subbing on Twitch. So subbing means they pay a subscription fee a month and then they get uh, like these emojis they can use oh. that you put up. It's interesting. Like you put what? the emojis up. You can put whatever. So my emojis are on my face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's a trend. Like they're supposed to be like you. That's really so amazing. Game. Oh my God. That's so awesome. Now, if they subscribe, like, you know, they they get your emojis. Mm -hmm. They get um, no advertising when they click into your stream. They Mm. get, like, I don't know, like, other perks. Like, because for bigger streamers, they can set it that, like, you can't talk to them unless you sub. I don't do that. Wow. It's, like, you're really big. Like, you have millions of people trying to talk to you. Then, yeah, I might consider doing that, too. (laughs) Hey, you might get there next year. Who knows? 
<laughs> but, but you know what I mean? It's like it, it's something you can set these rules. It's very flexible on how you want to set things. Right. Um, so you can't have people subscribe to you until you hit Twitch affiliate. Okay. Like, there's certain things you need to do to hit Twitch affiliate. You need 50 subscribers. Or sorry, oh. 50 followers. Oh, okay. Which is like it can be really hard for some people. Mm-hmm. And it can be really easy if you have 50 friends. Yeah, totally. It's like there you go, done. <laughs> Right? But, like, you know, for a lot of people that, like, oh, maybe I don't have friends on Twitch or I don't want my friends to know, then, yeah, it can be really difficult. But, um, yeah, so 50 followers. And there's other things, too. Like, you have to stream amount of hours. You have to have three viewers. Um, so, yeah, all that jazz. And then you get to be an affiliate, which means that people can subscribe to you. And mm-hmm. Twitch will split some of the subscription money with you. Not a lot. Oh, okay. So, like, they'll split half. Yeah. Very, very minimal. But mm-hmm. it's something. It's yeah, something. Yeah, still something. Um, and then... Being partner is much harder. Right. Also, like there's hour requirements, days requirements, audience requirements, etc. And then Twitch will give you a little bit more money, and mm-hmm. it's also like part of the branding because now you get to tell people you're a Twitch partner. Yeah, totally. So and cool. uh, I, I would actually like to say I, I'm probably getting partnered like this month. If <gasps> Yay! Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so exciting. How many followers do you need for partner? Um, followers don't matter anymore. It's oh. the viewers that matter. Oh. You need to have minimum 75 viewers on average. Okay, yeah. That's a, that's like per stream. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. think I have uh, average 122 right now I'm sitting at. Amazing. Girl, killing yeah. it. <laughs> killing <laughs> it. Oh, my um, gosh. I have yeah. so many questions for you. So many questions. Yes. Um, yes. So in terms of, like, sub prices, is this something that Twitch will – indicate like and set those boundaries in terms of like what the sub price is or is that something that you have a say in or how does that part work in terms of like the monetization aspect of it so twitch sets the sub price um i, I lost track because they kept changing it the sub price <laughs> would be like five dollars usd yeah when twitch launched something where if you're in different countries you pay a different price oh so it's not the same across the board no, which actually I think makes it super weird. But, that is interesting. Uh, I'm not going to argue with them. <laughs> like, I don't get it, but uh, it's I'm not I'm staying out of it. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, so they they do have that kind of sub price. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am big on getting PayPal donations, but mm-hmm. I think sub price is more of like it keeps the community growing because uh, when people use your emojis, even when they go around other streams it kind of advertises for you. Yeah. And I believe they get a notification if they subscribe to you, like when you stream. So it just helps oh. in that aspect. But I don't I don't think too much. Like, I don't think you have to do it. Um, it's just more of a long-term game, I would say, if you do sub instead. Yeah, for sure. And that's such a cool feature because, like, you're basically, like, your emojis, for example, like, that's like a walking billboard. <laughs> yeah. You know? They're just cute little emojis. I don't think much for them. Like, that's so cool. Think- I don't understand them. I literally had to talk to my friend this morning how I don't understand them. So <laughs> I might not be a good person to ask for this, but um, it is it is quite popular. That is really, really cool. I mean, I've never heard of anything like this, but obviously like, I'm not really, I'm not on Twitch anymore. So I'm like, oh, this is so cool. What about like um, in terms of the platform itself? How is it for, for safety? Because um, I'm sure with any kind of live streaming platform or any kind of public facing platform, Oh, wait, hang on. Another question here, too, actually. Is it public, or do you need to have an account to watch your streams? Is the first question. Um, (laughs) That's an amazing question. It's actually public. Anyone can watch it. But I do uh, suggest you to sign up for an account, because Mm -hmm. then you click the follow button. Even though, like, uh, when you follow, though, you can get annoying emails telling them when they stream. But you can Mm -hmm. go to your settings and turn that off. But you should always follow just because it's, like, a very nice thing to do for someone. Yeah, so everyone go follow Coco. We'll, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we'll put all of the all of the links and stuff at the very, very end of the show, so you'll have to keep listening. So, <laughs> um, What else here? Um, so, yeah, I was, I was going to ask you, yes, is it public? Yes. Uh, going back to safety, sorry. Yes, so, so safety. So with any kind of, like live streaming platform like for example i have a youtube account for instant noodles right which is not sex work related at all but like for example like i i'll get some creepy messages sometimes be like hey i love the way you brush your hair and i've been watching you for a while like stuff like that do you ever get messages that cross your boundaries like that or how is that for you 
Um, it, I'm okay because I'm pretty like careful, mm-hmm. but I would suggest everyone to be super careful. I know a lot of people are like, oh my god, these people online are so nice, like they're all my friends. I'm going to be nice to them, but you, not that I don't say, like, they're not nice people, but you got to think twice. Like, you got to yes. be really careful. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, like, they, they share their addresses. They share oh my their God. Location. They tell, you're going to realize this really quickly on Twitch. Everyone is very, very careful on not even saying or doxing where they're kind of located. Yeah. Because people can be quite a lot. And I say that because, um. I find the crowd on Twitch, like, they're, they're really nice people. Yeah. But they're quite curious people. Mm-hmm. I'll elaborate on that if you want to share. <laughs> yeah. They might not understand as well boundaries, mm. um, like, in terms of, like, what is or isn't acceptable. Like, I have, like, I'm in Toronto now. I had a viewer tell me, oh, and he's a long-term viewer of mine. He's dedicated. Yeah. Like, I do... No, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Like, I do trust that he's a nice guy. And he's like, oh, like, um, I'm going to be in Toronto. How about I come, like, you know, oh, my God, I'll come in your stream on the weekend for your birthday. My birthday's coming up. But yes. I'm like, um, no, like, that's, like, you know, it's it's fine. And he's like, oh, no, it's, it's, like, fine. I'm safe. And I'm like, dude, thinking, I know you're safe, but I don't want to share my address. It's just, that's where my boundaries are. I don't think yeah. I understand that. But, totally. he's like, you know, if I say no, there's nothing you do it. Because I never gave him any... Into where I am, yeah. Like some people just don't understand this, and they don't mean it in a bad way. They mm-hmm. just don't understand it. So you have to be extra careful. Yeah. Like, have you ever heard like with your other streaming friends, has anything ever bad happened to them, or like any creepy like, threats or anything like that? Because I know like things on the internet can go from like zero to a hundred like real fucking quickly. I've like I've had people like hurt like you know people like spamming them like they have the address to send them a bunch of letters like love letters oh my god i mean that's not the worst though that's like, not that's not bad so much worse yeah right? yeah but i'm surprised like if people are like giving their addresses i'm like great yeah i'm sure it's a like a really great community but you just like never know and it's really really hard to trust anyone out there oh 100 percent. so yeah i don't have to say that <laughs> like i, I always have people <laughs> think twice um but in, in general, I feel like for safety-wise, if you're careful, things should be okay. I haven't mm-hmm. heard of anyone having any creepy stories. Like, I'm sure there are lots out there. I haven't experienced anything too creepy. I, I, but I can tell you, viewers, sometimes they can love you a lot and then quickly, <laughs> like, just switch like that. Really? So you've got to be careful. What? Like, because sometimes they love you and they want something from you, like, like, mm. they might want your attention, and you don't give it. They just snap. So really? you've got to set the boundaries early on. And a lot of girls don't know how to set boundaries, and then they get pushed around by their own viewers. Or they get guilt-tripped there, or they get manipulated. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about that, too. Like, do you ever feel like you just have to do things for your friend, for your fans or for the sake of streaming? Or, like, do you ever feel pressure in that in that way or aspect? I think you're always doing something for, like, it's not for fans. You're doing things for content. Like, that's just mm-hmm. how it is. Like, honey, you're on you're online, and that's what, you're a content creator. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but you shouldn't be custom into, like, or sorry, be manipulated into your, like, pushing your, your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important. And that I don't allow, and I don't let it happen at all. That's good. I just feel like, I mean, this can happen to anyone, whether it's Twitch or any other kind of, uh, platform that you're on you know with the pressure to make content or the pressure to make certain content that you may or may not be okay with I feel sometimes especially like and just talking about like in general with sex work um mm-hmm. if if um people are new to sex work and they're like oh yeah mm-hmm. I, I can I can do that but they're not really okay with that like I feel like that's a very common situation to be in but I'm, I'm really glad that you that you're able to like push back and be like mm-hmm oh, hell no, this is not, like, I'm not down for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually glad you brought that up because um, you mentioned before, like, a lot of sex workers do want to go on Twitch, and I see mm-hmm. that happen a lot, too. Yeah. But I just want to say, you have to be extremely careful because yes. Twitch has very strict guidelines. Yes, it does. Can you speak to us like, about, about that? Yeah, so um, I'm going to be quite frank. I'm not 100% uh, sure with how sex work is like. 
for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I can see how it can be difficult when girls start sex work and they don't know the boundaries and they think they're comfortable. Then they change their mind and they feel like they can't back out, which is not true. Mm-hmm. But um, like I, I'm not 100% sure about sex work, but I know for sure on Twitch like are on all platforms they're not super welcoming on sex workers in yes. general and mm-hmm. twitch is also has very strict rules on not showing under boob obviously no like no nudity slip or yeah. vagina um no nudity no um even like pole dancing i'm playing with a very very yeah like i do pole fitness streams and i always make sure i say pole fitness because if you do pole dancing it's very on the borderline of them not liking it yes yes i was just gonna say that because i'm like even with platforms like tiktok and stuff there's so many pole dancers that are kicked off of that or suspended um because that goes i mean and i'm saying this in quotation marks it goes against like their terms of service and that also is in line with um like twitch has a very very similar terms of service as well that doesn't like sex workers so yeah you have to be really careful. Let's say that comes back to branding, right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are you branding yourself as a sex worker on these platforms? Because I feel like that's where the problems comes, right? Like, if you, if like when you go post a TikTok, are you posting to show people, like, how do I say this? Because I'm a pole dancer too, and there's there's like amazing aspects and fitness sides of pole dancing, mm-hmm. and there's also the very sultry more um stripper where you're touching your seduced kind of side right yeah so then that's up to you which side you're putting out so when i do pole fitness i am putting out the fitness aspect um i might still do a booty shake and all but it's like my core and the branding is still focused on the fitness so that's why i'm in the gray area and i'm able to be okay but twitch can change your mind anytime and still i can still get in trouble but yeah gotta be careful so i know a lot of yeah i know a lot of sex workers are interested in twitch and the thing with them is um, like not with them, but like a lot of girls, they they're branding themselves as a sex worker, and they're really trying to push that aspect out, and that's why they're they're getting in a lot of trouble too. Yeah, they're getting kicked off the platform too, and also like because you mentioned Twitch is also linked with PayPal, sex workers. Um, PayPal also hates sex workers <laughs> as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really really tricky. Like um, especially and advice for you, just in case. I mean, you're not uh-huh. you're not like outwardly um, like your content is is pretty like it's not super suggestive um compared to other content that's out there but um just when people are sending you money for paypal just make sure it's like nothing about any kind of sex sexual service but i know you don't offer that at all but like sometimes there are some red flag or red flag terms that they don't like and then they can close down your account without you withdrawing money which is really crazy (laughs) Which is that another, crazy. yeah, it is crazy, but it's like a reality that a lot of us sex workers, unfortunately, like live through because that's just what happens when the internet doesn't like what we do. So, which is a side topic, so we're not, <laughs> we won't be getting into that. If you want to listen to that, listen to episode 68, which is all about <clears throat> fintech. But going back to Chloe here, <laughs> steering the conversation back. <laughs> that makes me so mad to hear. And like, um, we've talked off camera a little bit about sex work before, and mm-hmm. um, I don't want to define too much on what is or isn't sex work because I feel like everyone's definition of sex work is different. Like, mm-hmm. is what I'm doing considered sex work? Mm-hmm. I don't know, right? Like, is is streaming online, playing games, appealing to men, is that considered sex work? It, it's like some people may not think so, but some people may think so, right? It's like It's like, even when you do sex work, okay, you're trading a service for money. Is that wrong? But it's like not when wrong. you go to work at nine to five, you're trading your soul for money. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? You're trading like, your I soul. Thought, and, and these are things that I feel like everyone, it's up to everyone to decide. And I think it's so unfair that people define it and put it on other people. Because mm-hmm. I've had lots of people try to call me a sex worker. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, am I or am I not? Like this one, I'm not going to define it because I don't think, I don't think it's, like, I may define it myself, but, like, I'm not going to think it's anyone can define it. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. are you not selling your soul getting yelled at by your boss 9 or 5? <laughs> you know, don't people sleep with their boss to get promotions? Like, I don't know. Like, that's not – that's a yeah. lot going on, right? There's a lot nothing, going on. There's no job better or worse than another. I think they're all equal. Yeah. However, I do know often I've noticed um, 
for example, as a pole dancer, I know people are like, oh, I'm a pole dancer, I'm not a stripper. Mm-hmm. Or some strippers are like, oh, I'm a stripper, I'm not a pole an dancer. escort. Oh, yeah. Or like yeah. escort. Or like yeah. escorts are like, oh, I'm an escort, I'm not a prostitute. Right. And it just keeps going down the line. And I'm like, yeah. wait, why is everyone just shitting on each other? Yeah, it's a hierarchy. Because people think that some forms of sex work are better than others. Or if people are not doing any types of like full service or in-person work, then they think that their work is better. But, I mean, that's just some internal struggles that we have within our community, which is, like, a really shitty thing, which I've talked about ad nauseum on this podcast, but it's also, it's always reoccurring. It's it's always going to be there, unfortunately. I just really wish that there can be some harmony <laughs> amongst us. But, like, going back to what you said about, like, is this a form of sex work, I feel like, some parts can be, which is why I brought you on the show, because um, some people can look at it and say, like, that is just, this is just like camming. This is exactly yes. what camming is. But, mm-hmm. cam- like, camming sites like My Free Cams and, like, Chatterbait, yes, there's nudity involved. But here, like, even when I do my live stream on OnlyFans, I'm not getting naked mm-hmm. all the time. It just depends on what the theme is for the stream or, or whatever, whatever I'm advertising. But like, I, I want to draw a parallel between live streaming on, on Twitch and being suggestive sexually and mm-hmm. also drawing it with like camming too. Cause not everyone's always getting naked on cam. I mean, eventually it happens, but like, <laughs> I feel like there's, there's a lot of similarities that we can draw from here. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, like <laughs> it's an interesting topic, like, right? It's totally subjective. Like, I'm a big supporter of sex workers, and like you know, I know like Twitch is very, very strict. Like they don't allow any yes. kind of um, nudity, mm-hmm. and like personally, like I don't offer sexual services. Mm-hmm. But do I think I'm better than sex workers? I don't think so. I think it's like, like you know, I'm still offering my time. Mm-hmm. I'm still wearing cute little like cosplays or like cute little suggestive crop tops on stream talking to men there's women too but like you know yeah. talking to them and like just getting to know them and like i'm not 100 percent familiar with sex work but i do know even when you're a cam girl you're talking to your people and it's yeah. not always sexual yeah some people just want to know like what's going on in your day and like you know, what are you doing today and like some people there's like cam like campsites that I know like sometimes it, like people mm-hmm. just like are cleaning their house or doing like super mundane things and it's going back to that whole voyeuristic outlook on life and that whole like perspective that I feel like a lot of people are adopting and it's becoming more and more mainstream that it's just kind of like commonplace now so whether you're on twitch watching somebody that you like or whether you're on youtube whether you're on my free cams I feel like there's always a performer aspect who's giving a service, which is their time or whatever show that they're doing. And it's always going to be the client or the viewer. So Mm -hmm. I feel like in some ways, like I would definitely consider this to be sex work related, but it depends. I'm like, I'm not saying that people doing a cooking live stream is, is sex work unless they're naked, (laughs) you know, like it's, it's hard to define. I'm not saying that they're like you know they're doing sex work, but it's still related because mm-hmm. girls wear low cut tank tops to cook. They're yeah. actually cooking, but they're wearing low cut tank tops. Yeah, like, <laughs> you think we're doing this because we want? Like, what? Let's be honest. Like, we wear low cut tank tops because we tell people that's what we wear. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> you cook at home. What? How often yeah. do you wear a low cut tank top with like a push up bra? Like, we all know. <laughs> like, uh, like it's just part of the business it's just part of the business and like when i used to do i used to have a show called see it in the kitchen on on instagram Mm -hmm. (laughs) i used to just be cooking in my bra i mean i mean i actually do cook in my bra at home a lot but like people want to see that you know yeah people want to watch and there's a sexualized aspect to it so this is such a great conversation i love it so so much like so good so much great conversation here like this is so stimulating (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, I think it is important to talk about these things. Cause I feel absolutely. like, um, I feel like definitely there's still a lot of hate against sex workers. Like it's 2021. I'm such a supportive person. And I even have friends tell me like, like, Oh, like you're a streamer. Like you have nothing to do with sex work. Cause 
I have a lot of sex worker friends, including you. And yeah. And a lot of people tell me like you're not a part of them. I'm like, I'm not part of them. Like, like I mean, I don't do any nudity and I don't offer any sex service. However, am I not selling my soul for the attention of other men? Like, I don't I'm like what is like define it. I guess like if you want to define sex as like being a penis inside a vaginal, but sure. But are men like? Can you and I 100% guarantee that men watching my stream are not touching themselves? Right. Right. Exactly. I can't guarantee that. So why don't you just embrace it? Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of the, having you on the show is to really help normalize this because there's nothing wrong with sex work. It's a legitimate profession. You can make a you know considerable amount of money doing it or whether you're in transition, maybe you're coming out of sex work, maybe you're coming into it. It's just a job. <laughs> End of story. Yeah. I think it's like, it's up to the person to define, right? Like, yes. I, like everyone defines it differently. Absolutely. Um, but it should be up to that person to find and not other people, I feel like. Yes, people should not be, especially non-sex workers, should not be defining what sex workers are. They should yeah, be, like, so slapping a label. <laughs> DM me telling me, like, I'm a sex worker and, like, telling me, like, you know, how do you work? Because I work a professionally day job. Yeah. How do you go to work with this? I'm like, mom, my work friends know what I do. <laughs> like, my colleagues. Right. They would imagine seeing my online stuff. I'm not doing anything illegal. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not for you to decide like relax just relax and speaking of which i mean if my audience wants to check you out on your twitch stream what can we expect from you from your from yeah. your shows <laughs> <laughs> so um i'm streaming under the name coco baby b-a-b-i-i because mm-hmm. i can't spell b-a-b-y apparently so b-a-b-i-i i might change the name later when i get partner i'm not sure yet okay as of now that's still the name it's interesting what I stream. It's really random, but because I want partner, I do have a very like, like consistent schedule. Yeah. Um, right. So in the past, I used to play horror games on Thursdays because I enjoy mm. horror games. Yeah. But now I uh, Wednesday, Thursday, I kind of just do a lot of just chatting because my community has grown so much Yay. that they want to talk to me about my week. So we have like a day of just talking to them. I love that. And I forgot mm-hmm. to even ask you. I know. I think you really briefly mentioned earlier, and I forgot to ask earlier, but like. How often do you need to stream or how many hours do you have to stream? And I know it would probably vary from level to level. So can you quickly go into that as well? It's completely up to you. Like, unless mm. you want, like, affiliate or partner. Yeah. But those are, like, really strict rules that I don't want to go too, too deep into. But, like, I'll just go for, for affiliate. Affiliate you just need is really easy. It's, like, it's like 12 hours in, like, the last 30 days or something. It's, oh. it's not hard. It's just yeah. not hard to do. But, um... If you want to hit partner, then it's a lot. You have to do 24 hours in, like, 30 days or something like oh, that. Oh, damn. I don't remember. But um, I would say on average, people stream two to three hours a stream. Wow. Actually, three hours. Three hours a stream is average. Okay. That's a good afternoon. <laughs> or an evening. <laughs> or morning. But you have to keep in mind, you're doing what... The whole point of Twitch is you're doing what you normally would do. Yes. And you're just sharing it. Yes. So if you normally are going to game for three hours or you're normally going to cook anyways you're just doing what you're going to what you normally do that's the whole point yeah there you go i love it you make it sound so easy i mean it does sound pretty easy so yay (laughs) if you're doing what you normally do yes yes good point (laughs) for me it's different like i actually have the schedule and all this stuff now that i've been planned but for most people doing what you normally do and you're spending time with people online and then, um, so I do that on weekdays. Sometimes I play games. Weekends, I do a pole fitness stream now. It's kind of new. I started this month. Fun. Um, pole fitness stream. It's been really good, actually. That, yeah, I bet. That's so fun. And I've seen and you, like, like, dress up in costumes and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they, they like it when you wear costumes. Sometimes I wear cosplays. Like, you might as well. They're cute. Like, you yeah. buy all these costumes. Why wait till Halloween? Yeah. Might as well wear it now. Um... <laughs> I go out and eat. Like, I do a lot in real life, so I eat with friends and I stream that. Like, I think it's oh, fun. fun. You go shopping and stream that. Like, it's just whatever you want to click the, like, the live button, you can just click it. Anything goes, people. Anything literally goes. Just not nudity things. <laughs> so don't do that. Yeah. Don't the do rules that. are super strict. Like, no nude, no under boob. Like, you can show cleavage. Sexy yeah. is allowed. Cleavage yeah. is allowed. But just, yeah. no no slips 
Um, even mm-hmm. for talking wise, I believe you're not allowed to advertise any kind of sex work. I believe yeah. so. I'm right. not super familiar. Even with talking wise, I I say like the most inappropriate jokes because I make a lot of sex jokes. That's literally my personality <laughs> in life. Um, but I think it's still like not. It's still very gray area. But I just do it because that's like who I am. There's not a lot of very funny sex jokes. <laughs> Well, everyone listening, you'll have to <laughs> jump onto Twitch and watch Chloe's stream. We'll be sure to mention all of the handles at the end of the show. But we do have some questions that came in from the audience, too, that I hope you have some time to um, address and answer, if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know you briefly mentioned this earlier, but best, what is the best way to promote yourself slash bring people to your Twitch channel? best way to promote yourself you just have to start somewhere mm-hmm. like you have to have one platform like I know it sounds crazy because it's like oh so if I don't have an Instagram like does that mean I can't do Twitch I, but I feel like that is the best way like you, it's all marketing right you've got to launch things properly but there are a lot of successful streamers that just start on Twitch with those then you're going to have to do the hard I mean not hard way but like I spent a lot of time grinding for my Instagram and then move to Twitch so if you start with Twitch only, then you're going to spend a lot of time grinding your Twitch, which means you're going to stream way more than, like, three hours of stream. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, like like that girlfriend of mine that I know that stream like, 30 hours a week. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Like, you're going to have to grind. But you, yeah. the good thing is you can just stream. Like, if you're going to sit there and game or watch TV, you can literally stream that. Like, you're just going to have to keep grinding to get that crowd in in the beginning yes like as much as we said like how simple it is yes it is simple to start an account and start a channel um but there is always going to be the aspect of hard work that goes into anything and i feel like a lot of people they really want to drive this point home is that like you're gonna have to work (laughs) if you want to have some success on this platform so I'm, i'm glad you brought that up too like you have to like you didn't start like you had to work hard to get where you are today, obviously. So, uh-huh. good messaging across the board. Okay. So, have you ever met a fan in real life? Oh, yes. Yes? Oh, my God. Think. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think where to start. Um, <laughs> so, there's something called a TwitchCon, like a Twitch convention, oh. where people can buy tickets and everyone can meet up. So I actually cool. haven't been to it yet. Okay. So that's not how I met them. But okay. <laughs> most people meet like that. Mm. I met, um, I met, because, okay, this guy's in Vancouver, mm-hmm. and he was very supportive of me when I started streaming, and I was going through some hard times, and he was supportive of me off stream, so we became friends, because, like, you can have a feel of some people, or, like, you get, you vibe with, I vibe yeah. with him, mm-hmm. and he wasn't, he didn't want anything from me. That's awesome. Like, nothing sexual. Like, it's not, or, like, he wasn't infatuated with me. He was literally treating me like a friend. Like, he wouldn't insult me and, like, you know, joke, like, like literally as a friend. So that's when I felt safe to meet up with him. And he was hesitant, too, because he wasn't actually sure I was meeting it. But we met up, and we were both, like, actually acting like normal people, like normal friends. Yeah, we just became friends. I wouldn't say he's a fan, but I've met, I would say I've met, actually, I've met a lot of people online. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty normal to be people online, especially nowadays in this day and age. Like, sometimes yeah, it's, it's 2021. Yeah, it's 2021, right? Like, why does there have to be, like, a weird stigma around it? Like, I feel like that's how I've met most of my friends in the past, like, couple of years is, like, through the internet. So, not a bad thing. Yeah, like, how, how else would I have all these streamer friends? I obviously met them online, and I love them. They're, like, actually really good friends. And it's best because we're all streamers, so they know what I go through or, like, we can support each other. And, and we understand better than ever. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Is the dating game hard for you, being a badass kawaii girl? <laughs> oh, um, I love that. Uh, Dating-wise, okay, that's a hard one because I feel like a lot of guys actually approach you for clout, as weird as that sounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally. Like, guys approach you because they want to show off and be like, oh, I'm talking to this hot influencer, hot Instagram streamer or model like you know they want to show (laughs) off and like I don't actually think they're genuine so um I think in general I'm just very careful especially with these situations that I'm like nah I I gotta think twice um when I date people and I think 
I'm not young either, so my standards for dating is like, I, I'm very incredibly high. It's like, if they're not worth it, I don't even want to waste my time on them. Yes. Standards should be high, for sure. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, so because of that, I would say being online in any kind of aspect will affect your dating game. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Especially because I'm so sexy online. Like, that's my brand. Like, I'm like cute, kawaii, but kind of spicy kind of girl but <laughs> in real life like I think like we've met and I've always been kind of like a little more like I'm savage but to girls I'm like shy a little more shy like I'm not like not sexy and <laughs> that's the thing and like when you meet guys and they all think you're just like a sex goddess and I'm like no I just I'm just a regular I'm really geeky like I like anime I like gaming like I'm just very geeky but just feisty <laughs> like girl that's all <laughs> I love it. Total package, if anyone is listening. <laughs> oh, you're so freaking sweet. <laughs> um, and this this is another question here. So does she find that she has to play the Asian stereotype? And this came from an Asian girl, just in case. Um, yeah, you sometimes do. Like, not stereotype as in, like, you have to be timid or not. Mm-hmm. But you can joke around with it. Yeah. Play around with like, it. Like, I put on... Yeah, like I put on like a like a Chinese dress, those sex, sexy Chinese dresses for mm-hmm. Chinese New Year. Yes, guys love it, and like I know they love it. That's why I'm wearing it. I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, this is my culture. You just wear it, and you. I don't really address it. I don't really act any differently. I'm just wearing it. But I think that's like enough. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's enough for sure. <laughs> like you don't have to be like, oh my god, like I'm so kawaii. Like, no. You don't have to act like differently. I think. <laughs> could if you want to like there are streamers that do that and they're successful but i don't think there you have to but there is a market for it if that's what you want to do then you can also all in and do that yeah for sure like i don't think it's necessary to have to like play it up or anything or like play Mm -hmm. in i don't i hate playing into like certain stereotypes especially if it's like bordering on like appropriating but like i mean I don't mind if, like, you're monetizing off of it. Like, for example, I wear a kimono on stage when I yeah. dance. And it also works because I'm Asian. So I know I'm playing it up in that aspect. I just don't think I need to go, like, put chopsticks in my hair and take a bow or anything like that. Like, that's offensive. <laughs> but if right. you want to, I'm not here to say no because, you know, like, there is a market for it. Yeah, there's... A market for everything. <laughs> for everyone. Do you have to be a seasoned gamer to use Twitch? No, um, I do game, but it's like purely for, for like just something that I like. But you know what? I stopped gaming for two months now because mm. when I game, no one really cares. Like it, they like it when I don't game anyway. So I only game on my own these days. Oh, okay. Like not, not on Twitch. Yeah, because, like, you'd be surprised. When they come on Twitch, they want to talk to you. Yeah. They want to get to know you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, gaming is great, but unless you're, like, you know, like, really good gamers, then, like, you know, I don't think you should feel pressure to game. But if you do want to game, then go ahead. Then do it, yeah. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. last question here. So, yeah. uh, is Twitch a good place to get potential clients and what is the income stream like we we don't have to we don't really like talking about numbers here yeah. on the podcast but like if you want to <coughs> say if it's a good thing to like you know add on to your vanilla job or anything like that you're more than welcome to or you can just skip the question up to you yeah um oh, sorry what was the first part of the question um, just... yeah i mean this would be hypothetical for you because you don't offer any in person or anything like that and um Oh, oh, like, um, is it a good way to find clients, right? Yeah, but that's tricky, though, because you can't really advertise, so. Mm. Um, actually, I have something to say that. I think oh. whether or not you can find clients is up to you on your marketing strategy. Yes. I think everywhere is a platform to find clients. Mm-hmm. Um, in any aspects, in all aspects, if you know how to advertise, it's business right yes without advertising like you there's ways to do everything that's why there are a lot of sex workers on twitch actually that's one and the second part was oh in regards to like income stream yeah income stream i would say a lot of people do make full-time pay i would say um a lot of people go to twitch making as a supplementary pay Mm -hmm. um 
it's hard for me to tell you if Twitch is enough. It, Twitch by itself is enough because the reason why like I would be considered successful is because I have multiple platforms and everything's going on at once. Yes. And everything is pushed, like, you know, built in a way where it's like a complete branding. Yeah. So my online, like how, like the way I make money online is these people may be paying me on Twitch, but they're from another platform. Mm-hmm. Or these people may be paying me on another platform, but they're actually from Twitch. So it's like, it's hard for me to measure Twitch itself because it mm-hmm. should be looked at as like a general picture of all the platforms. Yeah, yeah. You want like a holistic approach to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I would say if we look at all the platforms, just all the platforms by itself is already at least double of my daytime job, if not triple. That's amazing. That's so good. Congratulations. Thank you. But like, a lot of people <laughs> don't realize that. And I would say that I happen to be one of the higher earners of my friends group because, um, like I said, I keep going back to brand. I know it's so annoying. You probably have to cut out me saying this so many times. But <laughs> it's okay. It's because of that. Like, that is the secret to my success is literally you have to brand everything in the big picture. That's how you make the money. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Like, for me, um, like, this money, I don't think it's forever. So it's only, like, a short-term thing. Yeah. Um, I don't let it get to me in any way. I think it, like, it doesn't mean anything because I, I don't think it's, like, like, unless you're really that good to sustain it and you want to put it full-time, I think you have to always be realistic and reassess the situation. Absolutely. And, and everybody's situation is different, uh, even terms of, like, different cities as well, too. So it's really hard to be like, is this going to be a livable uh, a livable income and stuff? So there's so many factors that come into play, but it just depends on your own situation, how much money it is that you need to sustain your life. So it just really depends. But, like, thank you so much for sharing that intel and the insight on that. Like, it's... And over the entire episode, honestly, it's been so eye-opening and so great to have you on. But... Before I let you go, Chloe, where can we find you? Yay, thank you. <laughs> um, so I would always suggest number one is do it on my Instagram. It's coco.chm. Uh, that is my Instagram. That is my handle. Uh, there's lots of spicy pole dance videos and uh, modeling photos of mine. Mm-hmm. And once you click in, you'll see what I mean by branding because you'll see the image I perpetuate. And then... You can also find me on Twitch, which is Coco Baby, C-O-C-O-B-A-B-I-I. For now, I might change it to Coco.chm, but um, we'll keep that for now. And um, you can find even spicier content of mine if you don't think spicy enough on my Twitter. I'm, I'm not going to start saying all the handles because there's so much, but if you go to my Instagram, you can find everything in the link in bio. Perfect. Awesome. We can do that for you. Thank you so, so much, Chloe, for coming on to the show to like tell us all about this wild world of Twitch and live streaming and it sounds awesome. I'm like so, so happy to have watched you grow over the past year, year and a half. It's been truly inspiring. I'm just like, girl, it's killing it. Like, killing it right now. I love it. So, it's... I, I try. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you are going to be inspiring some listeners here. And, and Chloe does offer coaching as well. So, feel free to DM her. Um, if you need an introduction, I'd also be happy to connect as well. Um, if this is an area you want to kind of go into. But with that being said, it's new episodes every single Sunday on all podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, rate, share, review, and subscribe. It's Strip by Sia on Instagram, Strip by Sia on Twitter, as well as my personal Instagram is Sia Stuff. And we'll catch everyone in for another episode next week. Bye. Bye-bye. listening to Strip by Sia, hosted, produced, and edited by Steph Sia, artwork by Maria Bellantarama, music by Ted D, and photography by Ian Dabern.